What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 290 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. 90. Wow. What up, everybody? Yeah. Shelly Nolan. Hello. That is 10 episodes away from 300. Uh, about all the math I'm able to do. But that's just crazy to me that we're that close. Yeah. Uh, 300. Like just 200, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it like really snuck up on me. Yeah. I guess we were doing the 80s. I didn't even like click that we were... <laughs> 10, 10 weeks, probably, most unless, likely. <laughs> unless we take a break or something. Yeah, who knows? There's always stuff that comes up, but... Yeah, um, anyway. That's pretty crazy. Two and a half months. Uh, but, in the meantime, this week, we're geeking out about Super Smash Kart, probably. Uh, hopefully not, we'll talk about it later. Batgirl and the rising costs of streaming services. And they are indeed rising. Um... We'll talk about that Time as well, but first, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what happened? I mean, at some point it will be. Cable will be the cheaper option. That's crazy to think about. I mean, yeah. cable could be the cheaper option for some people, depending on what package you have yeah. um, and how many streaming. Anyways, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into the podcast, I did want to say, you know, it's the beginning of the year. Uh, if you are trying to think of like, if your New Year's resolution was to give more, uh, Geeks Under Grace is a nonprofit. So I wanted to throw that out there. Geeksnergrace.com slash give. Uh, you help out an awesome nonprofit. You don't just, not just for this podcast. Um, we do Bible studies based off movies. We do reviews of video games, movie, TV, anime, books, uh, board games. I'm trying to think of, I think that's, did I get them all? Just about. Uh, but but the main thing here is that, uh, that what, the, what it helps is with... Uh, most of the time, uh, uh, depending on certain occasions, uh, a lot of times our writers have to g- pay out of pocket, and uh, this helps be able to compensate that and just be like, "Hey, like here you go, go see this movie." Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, until I guess last year, I think is when we started. Maybe a year before. Yes. Uh, if you saw a review on our website of a video game, someone had bought that video game. Yes. Uh, every once in a while, we got review copies of things uh, from the actual publishers. Yeah. But oftentimes, these really big names, um, they're uh, that's that's all out of pocket. You know, $60, yeah. Seventy dollars. Seventy dollars now. Yeah, that's what crazy. I was gonna say. It's you know even video games are expensive. <laughs> uh, we've also gone ad free. Check out the website. Uh, the ads. We were like, we really need them, but they were just. They look so uh, I, I blemishing. Think there, there may be like the standard like WordPress ad that one ad that maybe pop up, but like largely we've basically just taken them all down. They were like they were... showing up mid article. Yes, and it was and... like over pictures and stuff. If I yes. remember, mm-hmm. it was a nightmare. Like we you have, not, you just like couldn't read the article. We have ditched that, that ad company thanks to all of you listeners and fans uh, dur- uh, because of the pledge drive uh, last holiday. So we appreciate it. Yeah. Just help us keep Thanks it up. Thanks so much. So. Again, geeksnerdx.com slash give. Uh, every dollar matters. And that is a uh, fact. So, yes. we'll get into the games that we have been playing. Um, I'm going to keep mine really short real quick. Because uh, I haven't done much. I played Apex. Who would have thought? That, um, that was That's a major surprise there. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I uh, checked out the arenas, though. So, something a little oh, bit different to talk arenas about. Arenas is so fun. It, so it brings me back to what I loved in Destiny with the skirmishes, the 3v3 skirmishes. Yeah. Um, and that's basically what this is, but in the Apex realm, uh, the idea stays the same. You need to stay close, stay together, 
uh, and you can usually just wreck shop. Um, the and strategy I is like so fun that you can come up with in that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of people stay together, and so as long as you stay with someone else, like you can usually do pretty well in there, which is a lot of fun. I'm not playing ranked; I've just been right. Uh, I'm sure if I got ranked, it would get a little bit more difficult. But oh yeah, uh, tons of fun, and it also allowed me to play with the different characters. Um, so right now I've been really using Mirage uh, because the Wraith, as much as I love Wraith, uh, doesn't really have much use in the arena. Uh, see, I don't know. I I uh, Wraith. I never played Wraith until arenas. And I love, oh, cool. I love flanking people and getting the drop on people as Wraith. No, that's good. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. I've been, I was playing Mirage of the Arenas and now I'm actually playing as him in the uh, main game because oh, cool. kind of the same way I can, I can flank people. I can usually yeah. throw someone out, they'll the start shooting at it and I can literally get behind them. The, the thing that I love with Wraith is like, I freak people out because they can see me around there kind of a little mm-hmm. bit, but it's like, they freak out when I pop up behind them and they just start like spraying gunfire like, everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you. I, yeah. And you're like, boo. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got to play as Bloodhound quite a bit too, and I'm still not oh, yeah. good at, with him in the main game, mm-hmm. um, but it feels pretty good if you, you do well with him in the arena. Yeah. Uh, set that, that ultimate on and just kind of go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that, and then I checked out that Unreal Matrix thing, uh, which is more of a demo than a game. Yeah. Uh, but cool. Uh, I don't know. The people didn't look that amazing. Yeah, everything else looks really good, but like the character models are kind of not great. Yeah, and even with the cars, like as much as I love the cars, some of that yeah. shading is really crazy. Uh, I look at like a Forza game. Um, yeah. Like, Forza's kind of been doing this for a couple generations now. Um, so... I, I, you have to wonder, though, because that's, like, is how much time do they put into a little demo that's free? I'm mm-hmm. sure that Unreal Engine 5 can probably do way more than what this was even demoing. Yeah. Um, I'll be really interested, because they kind of showcase what it could do yes. um, yeah. on the back end of everything. But I don't know if that actually showed out in the, the front end as well as they wanted it to. Right. Um, but, cool nonetheless. Um, cars looked really, really good, and the roads looked really good. Mm. water mechanics and things water is always a weird like i'm always really like look how realistic that water looks yeah i love when a video game does good water <laughs> yeah i don't know what it is <laughs> it's just satisfying um but yeah that's all i've been doing cool go ahead lj uh that, i mean that was it like over the holiday was there anything special you played during the holidays or that was oh that? yeah you reminded me thank you yeah i was gonna I say it's get, been a while you're like you literally pulled it out extensively last week about what we did over the holidays so you, oh yeah it's your time yeah oh i didn't really do too like a whole lot um but i did get the razor um kishi kinshi kishi yeah i think it's kinshi i think there's an n in there really um and this thing has been pretty cool so what it is for those who don't know is it's basically a controller um that plugs into is kishi there's no n um that plugs into your phone um it's a really really tight fit on the s the Note 20 Ultra. Um, mm. Like, I take the case off, and it's it's kind of, it's real tight. Um, but it feels really good. The buttons feel good. Um, the bumper triggers are like, I mean, it, it feels like you're holding an actual controller. That's cool. Um, and then my phone's big enough. It almost feels like a Switch, just about. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's really cool. And the other thing that's awesome about this is I plugged it in, and uh, it has a launcher that goes with it. Oh, cool that's an app yeah and so you can like it probably tells you what games have enabled controller support right yeah it says hot this month um 
And then it's got like just adventure, adventure ones or Ark Survival Evolved or Batman the Telltale series. Um, cool. And like, yeah. That's cool. Uh, mostly for me, I like using phones for more RPG situations. Or like um, even cloud gaming now is a big thing you'll get to use that for. That's what I bought it for was PlayStation's uh, the streaming. PS. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I'm, I need to check the Xbox uh, cloud. I don't have an actual Xbox. So I don't know how all that's going to work. Well, you don't need an Xbox for it. So what it is, it's basically just xCloud. So like when, so if you just pay for a PC Game Pass right now, mm-hmm. you can upgrade to Game Pass Ultimate and you'll have xCloud, which means you can launch a game right from your Xbox Game Pass app. And you can okay. play right on your phone. Like I didn't. I tried it one time, and I played like Forza, like and hooked up my Xbox controller just to see what it was like. Sheesh, um, that's cool. And it was super smooth. Yeah, I mean, if, from from that's what cool. I experienced, it was cool. Um, and then there's like even games that they that they optimize for like just touchscreen gaming too. Uh, for like okay. if you don't have a controller, so like it's it's really cool. That's um, been my biggest thing is I think the phone itself is capable of a lot now. Uh, yes. But so many of these games that you get on the App Store are, like, set up for, for uh, touchscreen. Touch I bet you Genshin like Impact would play really nice on that thing. Yeah, I haven't done that yet, and I mm. bet it would be really cool. Yeah. Um, one game that I was really excited about and then I can't get to, to work that way is... It's the Chrono Trigger successor. I'm trying to think oh. what it's called. Oh. Um, Another Eden. Yeah. Um, and that's a very touchscreenish, and I was like, man, that would have been really cool. Oh, but... I would say you should also try playing Arena of Valor or Pokemon Unite with that thing too. Oh yeah, mm. I don't wonder if Arena of Valor would work or not. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they I like... to me, they both have Switch versions, so I feel like hopefully they add they that should. to the mobile. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, it's a market like... that I think, like, I think we're in the beginning stages of mobile gaming becoming like a real yeah yeah well contender. But... Like, even, uh, I don't know why I did this now, but it was just, I want to try something different, but I upgraded to, a, like, I switched to an iPhone just to see, like, okay, what are these like right mm-hmm. now? And I, I've played a couple things on Apple Arcade, and it's just like, oh, man, like, these would be really great with a controller. Um, yeah. So it's, like, something that I haven't played enough to really talk about it, but, like, there's games on there that I've seen that are, like, on other consoles and stuff, and I was like, this is a trip. So mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Mobile gaming is kind of, like, stepping their game up lately. No pun intended there at that time, but <laughs> yeah, cool. Well, that's what I've been doing. I uh, oh. will probably continue using this thing. Um, I love it's small enough that I can kind of just leave it in my car or something, take it out, yeah, on the go. Sweet. Love that. Uh, Shelly, no, LJ, what have you been playing? Okay, um, I, did I beat, but... I beat two video games this week. Um, I beat Guardians of the Galaxy, which is great. Nice. I, that game is so underrated. I recommend people check that out. It's been on sale a lot during the holidays. And um, I gotta say, the time you spend with these characters makes me like them almost more than the MCU versions, to be honest. That's good. Uh, wow. I, think it's a good I, I really, like... So, we had a Game of the Year article done at the beginning of the year on our website. And Guardians of the Galaxy took it home. And I hadn't finished it yet. So, Guardians of the Galaxy is Geeks Under Grace's official Game of the Year. And I think it won, like, two... Uh, two or three other awards on our categories. So I was like, dang, I didn't know enough of us played that game for it to do so well, but it did. And I'm glad I finished it. So it's, it's good. It's underrated. I think people need to check that out. Despite Avengers, (laughs) like making people worry about it and just that game didn't show well, but it's super good. So uh, I recommend checking that out. um, If anybody hasn't. 
And then the other game I beat over the weekend, real easy, quick game I should have beaten a lot sooner, but I beat Resident Evil 3, uh, the remake, which is, it's not as strong as Resident Evil 2, but if people want to get into some Resident Evil games, Resident Evil 2 remake and the 3 remake are like super cheap these days and they're very accessible, so if anybody wants to get into any Resident Evil games, those are the way to do it, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to with gaming this week. Cool. What about you, Shelly? So, uh, I haven't really been playing anything super new, but I just I, I just wanted to mention that I got a squad win in Super Animal Royale. So yes, so you're playing it now, too? Yeah, I've been playing Super Animal Royale. Oh, no, but... never mind. I was thinking of um, <coughs> Super Auto Pets. Oh, no, no. Just Super Animal Royale. <coughs> um, oh, that's cool. Playing for a little I bit I downloaded now, actually. that game, and I haven't played it yet. I'll play with you. It's pretty fun. I think it's fun okay. at least. Um, I haven't played but, in a while. <clears throat> but this just means that all I need left is a duo win because you can play single duos or um, squad. So I, I've i done a single win and I've done a now quad win, which is super fun because before it was like, I've been playing with my coworkers and there used to just be three of us that would play together, but you can only <laughs> play in a group of four. So that like, yeah. another rando will get added to as a fourth person. And we were just always at a disadvantage because the fourth person, like, would do their own thing or would just, um, I don't know, like, you don't have the communication with them um, or we never, like, you know, went to go get communication with them. We were just on Discord on a call, so mm. it was always hard to, like, coordinate. And Or sometimes we would just have us three. Like, they wouldn't give us a fourth person. So, um, but we finally convinced one of our other friends at work to play with us and we were, <laughs> able, to get a, we were able to get a win. And it was really fun. Um so I just wanted to mention that I got a, I got a dub. There I, I got mixed up with uh, Anna. Got me into Super Auto Pets, which is like an auto battler, and the names of those two games sound so similar. I'm like animals I, and things. You know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I was like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's yeah. I haven't been doing anything else new. I did play another round of uh, Mario Party Superstars, by the way. Really, you kind of just have to play that game for chaos. Like that game sounds like really fun. <laughs> like. I have enough family who are very casual gamers that would like to play that with me if I got it. So maybe one I, day I tried to play to out. win and I got mad again. And I'm like, you know what? That's it's, it's all in the mentality. If you play to win, you're going to have a bad time. If you play yeah. for chaos, you're going to have a fun time. So that's all I have to say. about that. <laughs> that sounds like playing ranked and casual matches in any game these days though, too. Yeah. Pretty much <laughs> <laughs> for glory or for fun. <laughs> yep. Um, I choose fun. Yeah. So again, I didn't really play anything else though. Cool. All right, let's get into the gaming news then. LJ, what's going on in the gaming world? All righty. So gaming news has still been pretty light, but there's been a lot of big things. Um, So the first thing, uh, since we've been talking about Mario Party already, uh, we'll keep it it in the theme. Uh, In the last week, there have been leaks and rumors about Mario Kart 9 saying that it's going to come with a twist, which... I guess most Mario Kart games, like, well, a good amount of them have had some kind of twist, but I guess speculation on this one is like, oh, what's that twist going to be? I know, um, I think... just like, you gave us a big twist with the microtransactions, what type of twist is this going to yeah. be? <laughs> <laughs> one of the rumors I heard is that it's going to share uh, some similarities with, like, Formula One or something like that. It's going to have, like, a more Formula One style theme, which would make sense, I guess, since Formula One is pretty popular, like, overseas and stuff, and... But, I mean, that, like, I guess to me with 8, it just feels weird because, like, 8, you could do so much cars. Like, honestly, Mario Kart 8 feels almost like the Smash Ultimate 
of Mario Kart to me. Yeah, but it's sort of that, like the de- definite sort of... Yeah, definitive like definitive, Mario Kart game. that's what I mean, yeah. Um, but, but then that also brings people, because they kind of introduced other characters in that one, that's been bringing people to be like, oh, what if there's like a, what if they just make it like a Super Nintendo Kart and have a bunch of different characters in it? Um, which, which is, I mean, like, I mean, gimmicky. I like it doesn't change the gameplay at all, unless it did. Yeah. But I wish. So, it, so I, yeah. I mean, besides the, like the weight classes, right? Like that's a factor yeah. sometimes. The, the right. twist thing tells me there's going to be some kind of extra gimmick or some kind of theme. Um, like if I can be Link and I can hookshot somebody. And oh then, like, well, so, yeah. So that that's the thing. Cool. That's that's the thing is like everybody's like, what if it's like Smash Brothers and you get some kind of like Final Smash type of item you can pick up or something? You know, like, I mean, all these people who want to play that game just yeah. need to play Double Dash. See, I that's would love they if they made a Double Dash too because I've no, I've only got to play Double Dash like a very long time ago for a short time. So I would love a Double Dash too because everybody and everyone in that game had. Uh, relatively exclusive abilities to themselves like they got a special item that was just for them and so that's kind of like what that even like team synergy like special items like that would be cool too like um that's i don't know i I would would be cool to see too would be like (laughs) i know they've done like boats and then the the flying parachute thing yeah the the, like if they were to go with different vehicles for different maps would be cool i guess so you were like, you could have like a, a water I could map, see that. And then Ooh. a snow like, map and do snowmobiles. They already kind of did, I mean, is going like upside down and going on walls and stuff considered a gimmick enough? Because that was already kind of like in Those, 8. They right? did that in 8 too, yeah. How they had the magnetic. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like. I just don't know how you make it twisty. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't really know what that's going to. I guess we'll just have to wait and What's see. What's such a twist that they haven't done already, it feels like. Yeah, because they did mm-hmm. the doubles thing, and now they're doing mm-hmm. the, like the they got the going on the walls and going upside down, like. But yeah, I guess I don't know. They may come up with. I, I feel like the switching vehicles could be cool because then you have to kind of like build each vehicle, and like change that up, right? I feel mm-hmm. like that could be kind of a cool aspect. But I feel like it's kind of weak to just be like, oh, let's throw all the characters in here. Like having like Inkling and Link in there and Isabel <clears throat> is like kind in of the fun villager, because yeah. you have at least I don't I don't know about Inkling but at least with like Link and um, Link and Isabel like you have uh, levels like sages that are from their games like you have the Animal Crossing yeah. uh, mm-hmm. race and you have the Legend of Zelda ones which are very cool so like mm-hmm. if they were to throw Samus in there and do like a Metroid base look I think that could be really cool but I Ooh, agree Metroid I think, level would be cool I, I think it'd be silly to create a kind of meta where it's like you know oh you're gonna play Samus because that's actually the best character in the game objectively that sort of thing I think that'd be silly um, yeah I think I I think just adding for aesthetic is cool enough and adding cool levels is good enough um, yeah but I feel like it's gonna be way too much work for them to they would still have I, to keep the weight class and balance all that stuff, probably. Yeah. It also doesn't like sound like a thing that they would do, yeah, the characters-wise. Like, when they say they're going to innovate, they usually do something really kind of off the wall. Mm-hmm. Literally. It's usually a gameplay thing. <laughs> off the wall. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I did see some other further news, I guess, some stuff today that apparently it's rumored that, like, Pikmin stuff is going to be in it and Star Fox stuff is going to be in it, which adds fuel to that fire. Yeah. So I'm like, it'd be neat to see like Fox on some kind of Arwing looking like motorcycle, like 
You know, like I, I don't know, like but maybe, maybe he'd have are... to drive his tank. Super, super oh, uh, Star yeah. Fox sixty four. Yeah, the tank. Yep. Yeah. See, it's like I'm all for <laughs> taking stuff from other games like that in a cute, kind of fun, aesthetic yeah. way. I just think maybe. it'd be really stupid for them to actually go for like a smash type of right. uh, architecture where they're like oh yeah everyone has like a unique ability that means like one character is gonna be way better than the others i think it worked fine for double dash mm. but i feel like if they actually were to bring in a bunch of new characters i don't know how it would go that's so. uh, quite a balancing act it is um but yeah, i think it'd be cool if uh like Olimar and Fox were bonus characters almost like link and villager and oh Inkling i would love a pikmin like race stage Oh, a Pikmin so stage cool. would be dope. Because yeah. it's like you see, like, you'd have, like, the chomping bulbous things, and you'd have, like, little Pikmin running around. Oh, that would <laughs> uh, be make sure, Make sure you don't run over the Pikmin. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that could be no. cool. Again, um, I just, when I think about the characters, I think about, like, oh, can you make raceways that are more inspired by those games? Because I, I think the Legend of Zelda one, and I th- like the Hyrule Field one, and the um, Animal Crossing uh, mm-hmm. races are my probably some of my favorite they're really Mario good they're just so cool so i'm like hey, more of that i'm not gonna and, be opposed and to that it. game is still selling like gangbusters mario kart 8 so it's like yeah it's like why are they what do about you nine? do that already isn't done like you have the definitive thing right here so yeah, yeah we'll see we'll a see twist. it's a grand theft auto game <laughs> <laughs> like simpsons hit and run yeah you have to steal uh, steal carts <laughs> that'd be crazy um what else is going on yeah um i guess while we're talking about it too um nintendo stuff uh kirby i just i should have put this in the notes uh, the new kirby game got a release date for march 25th my gosh that game looks so good and it's like the 30 something anniversary so you know there's gonna be like yeah yeah okay Ooh, if we get a kirby game and watch i might have to grab that um I haven't played my Switch in a while. That'll give me a good reason to do so. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. But uh, I I'm was like, really Ooh. hyped. I love that it's co-op too. You play yeah. as Waddle Dee as little guy comes with you. I'm just <laughs> like Daniel. We have to play co-op in this Kirby game. Like, oh yeah, it looks really good. Like, I'm. So, I was really glad to see like actual gameplay. Um, same with like Legends Arceus, right? They like got a gameplay trailer, and I'm just like, great! I'm actually, I can genuinely be excited for these games now because the gameplay itself actually looks yep. entertaining and fun. Because I'm so tired <laughs> of like these big open world games where they don't show any gameplay, and you're just like, what the heck do I do? Like, I even remember Breath of the Sonic Wild when Frontiers. they were just like showing off stuff, and I'm like, what type of game is this gonna be? So mm-hmm. anyway, Starfield. I'm pretty hyped for Kirby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so that was just another thing I wanted to add. Uh, that that cool. was really cool. Um, the, the, the thing that I, I guess we don't know what to make of this yet, um, but uh, I guess recently if you go on the PlayStation Store, some PlayStation Now games are showing up as like with a price tag. So there's screenshots of a Dead or Alive game, a couple Prince of Persia games, like in the PS5 store um, that have price tags on them. And... People think this relates to Mark Cerny, I guess, uh, posted a patent a few weeks ago saying they figured out how to do backwards compatibility on PS5 and PS4. But then also they got that Project Spartacus thing, that like Game Pass rival thing, I guess they're supposed mm-hmm. to reveal in the spring. Um, so that's also not far off. So maybe something happened there where they were like, hey, let's test this out or something. And so now price tags are showing up on some PS3 games cool. on the PS5 and PS4. I don't think you can, like, download and play them right now. Because um, I think it just defaults to, like, PlayStation Now. 
But they have I've said also... in the past they're not gonna let like newer games mm-hmm. be released on their PlayStation thing, and if that's the case, like they need yeah. something. Backwards compatibility needs to be the highlight. Yeah, but yeah. I don't really want it unless I can get brand new PlayStation games. That's true. Well, that's why Game Pass is so appealing. Like you know, the day yeah. Halo came out, everybody was like, "Let's go," you know. Or Forza. It's why I have Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why Forza was such a hit this year because like people realized, oh, like that's a thing. Let's go play. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So who who knows uh, what this is? But uh, I I'm excited because there's like I've been wanting to stream PS3 games for a while. I even got a PS3 last year, so that way I can. And then oh, wow. I found out I found out I need an HDMI splitter to even do that. And I'm like, oops, I forgot about that. But I'll still get one of those. But uh, yeah, this is just kind of uh, strange. Mm-hmm. What if what what was Persona Three on? Was that PS3 or was that Persona Three was a PS2 classic on PS3. Oh, so I okay. don't know how that's gonna work because like they even put the original per- Persona Four on a PS2 classic thing, and I'm like, nobody yeah. wants nobody wants that version. Um, that reminds me. I think I, I have Persona Three on my PlayStation Three uh, download list, so I'll have to go back and check that out. Nice, yeah, because uh, I I never yeah. had a PS Three. Those are like Persona's the only game where I'm just like I may actually be interested yeah. in something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll see, because that would be neat. Um, if they do put some of those games on there. Um, those Prince of Persia games specifically, like in that screenshot, I'm like, ooh, like. I couldn't stream half of that series because none of them can run well on my PC, like in window mode. So, <laughs> um, so I don't know. That, that'll be cool for me. Um, and there's a lot of good PS3 games out there that I don't think people have played yet. So we'll have to see what this is all about. Yeah. So that's gaming news. Sweet. All right. Well, we will get into the movies then. Yeah. Um, I don't think I saw a single movie. I the entire Christmas <laughs> break. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I have some on my list. I've heard uh, the Matrix, new Matrix, real bad. Yep. Plan to watch that, and then Encanto. So funny. We about. talked about both those movies last week. Yeah, we did. We talked really? about yeah. And they're on my list. I meant to uh, get them in. It didn't happen. So my wife is dying to watch Encanto. It's, it's great. It's good. I, I need to watch it again. Like it. Still, I, I've been thinking about watching it. I've had I've had the songs. It's only to the songs which is the weirdest part for me because i feel like when i like musicals like i'll get different songs stuck in my head like throughout you know like week by week day by day whatever Mm. it's like i even it's weird to think of like there's some songs in there i don't even remember what they sound like but there's (laughs) some songs i remember so well that i think are so fun and good um Mm. i do just need to rewatch it again but anyway that's that's besides the point (laughs) yeah we had that discussion last week (laughs) well LJ, you saw a movie this week. Yeah, so um, I've had my eye on this for a while, but I, I found out a couple months ago that there's a director's cut of the Daredevil movie from, like, 2003. And oh, this was okay. one of those situations where I heard it was better than the original, which is the case with most director's cuts, and it definitely was. It is. Nice. Yeah, it definitely is better. It, it, fix, it fixes a lot of problems that that first movie had where... There was, like, plot holes and things that didn't get explained. They switched around scenes as well. Um, they oh, wow. still... There there are still some cheesy, like, moments in that movie that I'm like, oh, yeah. See, that movie's really cheesy. Yeah, it is. There's a couple very cheesy parts in there that I'm like, yeah, this this is still dub. But then the soundtrack was so of its time. 
Like they have like two Evanescence songs in there, and then they have like a Daredevil <laughs> like Rob Zombie song. But I was just like, okay, like middle school me totally was down with all of this. Um, but uh, it was uh, it was good to watch again. It was definitely a better movie, and um, they kind of they definitely go a little dark. Like I feel like it was a little more violent than the theatrical version was. Um, okay. Like people getting stabbed and stuff, and I was like, oh dang! Like I don't remember that. Like that's got blood on it. Like you know, like, I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Uh, Would you recommend it over the show? No. So that's what I want to get at. It's like for me, um, back in back when I first watched that movie, it was it was that 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 movie introduced me to Daredevil and me with a vision disability. I'm like, cool. This is a superhero that, yes, he has a superpower, but it but he still has his vision disability. Mm-hmm. And I love how that movie showcases Daredevil's like abilities in in a way that like you don't really ever see. Um, which is still cool. Like there, there's some cool things that that movie does. Like Michael Clark Duncan. Like even though it's like he plays a cool kingpin. Like I don't know. I just feel like that was good casting. You know, like re- regardless of race or whatever. Like he played in. I th- I feel like he he was still a cool kingpin. Um, and then I guess it. I had trouble f- thinking of why this why they needed this, but apparent daredevil like i don't see I, I don't think this is a comic thing i'd have to i'd have to double check it probably isn't but he sleeps in this like coffin thing that's like full of water and like to me that would make sense because like oh like what if he can't like what if he still hears so much that he needs to be in this like pool in this like coffin of water just to like drown it out you know like i don't remember that that's cool i don't think that's like an actual <laughs> that's not a that's that, i don't think that's an actual comic thing i'd have to look it up but i was like you know what that seems cheesy, but it actually makes sense. Um, yeah, dampen his senses. Yeah, but then there's the stupid things where like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner get in a fight at a kids' playground, and all the kids are like, "Fight, fight, fight!" You know, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, "This didn't need to happen." Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then there's like uh, when he's a kid. I mean, I guess I'm spoiling a t- almost 20 year old movie at this point. Um, but when he's a kid, he does all this crazy stuff, like does like a backflip and stuff when he fights these bullies and everything like he just like gets like it's cheesy but it's it's one of those things where it's like it was very much of the times this was around the days we got spider the original like spider-man movie and then like x-men and stuff so i think if you can appreciate what we had at the time then i think the director's cut will be worth it um i got it on sale on voodoo for like five bucks because it i saw it for 15 bucks and i finally saw it on sale so it's cool about the disability thing too i have a friend um and she's deaf and she's very much like doesn't let it define her um she has hearing aids you can hardly even see them like i wouldn't have known she was deaf until she had said something Mm. um her hair is usually covered them up and everything um Mm. but echo in hawkeye yes um i brought that up and she was so excited about the character yeah um which had like surprised me because she hadn't you know talked about any of the troubles that she's had with with being deaf and growing right. up that way um this is cool i'm like on a much smaller uh much less important scale like even for like i'm a short dude and so like wolverine being five foot three is so exciting yeah. to me like yeah. that's not even a disability but just the fact that they can get a superhero to relate to just about anybody yeah with anything yeah. um like that's not as crazy as like yeah. you know a blind superhero or anything but um it's the easiest way that I can relate to that situation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. And that, that's why that movie was so important to me at, at the age I was at. Just like, you know, just in my current, in my situation, I was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. 
Representation yeah. is um, important. It's awesome. Representation, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know they talk about like that Spider Man's thing is almost anyone can relate to Spider Man and that was yeah you know that's the thing that representation there and and, it, and it's funny you mentioned your uh, the person you know who is deaf uh, it reminds me of the time uh, whenever my new boss uh, came to to work and I was driving our golf cart and he goes like he was asking my coworkers like wait LJ can LJ can drive that thing and I'm like yeah dude look <laughs> at me go like I'm taking out trash. Um, <laughs> I just I just can't get behind the wheel of a regular vehicle, but I can drive this thing all day long. Um, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah, it, that's but it just <laughs> it reminded me of that. But yeah, so this that movie still has a personal special place in my heart, and I think there's a lot to appreciate about the director's cut version, especially if you've seen the original. It'll it's miles better. So that's I awesome. That. Yeah, that's I watched awesome. that this weekend. So that that's about it for me. We'll get into movie news. Movie news is pretty light this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't have tons of stuff to talk about, um, really. One is that uh, we got actually some images released for Batgirl. That's the HBO Max movie coming out. Um, so we have her outfit, her her, you know, Batgirl outfit. Looks mm-hmm. very, very reminiscent of uh, the comics with like the purple and the yellow. And stuff. Very like, accurate to her latest look. Which I like. I mm-hmm. think it's cool um, that I, I feel like both in DC and in Marvel movies recently, they've been trying to go back to like the original sort of like outfit designs for a lot of these, you know, superheroes. Um, I know mm-hmm. they like toyed with that in like Hawkeye and, you know, uh, WandaVision as well, um, just on the Marvel side. But I, I think it's cool, especially for DC's sake, because like Marvel is already very big and colorful all the time, constantly. Whereas DC. I feel like they've been struck by always having super dark visually movies all the time. Um, so I kind of like that. It just has a little bit of a pop, a little bit of color. It's not crazy or anything. It's not like as bright as it used to be in the, in the comics or anything. But I, I just mm-hmm. like, I, I appreciate it. I think it's a, uh, I, I think it's nice that they didn't just do like all black for her or something. They very easily could have done that. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's cool. She looks pretty good. Um, I don't really care crazy for Batgirl but I'm just not a huge DC person in general I'm not a huge Batman person in general but I, I'm really excited for those who um, are looking forward to this because it looks pretty good so far um, I think they're also trying to do Corval stuff there too which they're all about Corvals right now it's yeah. funny. I feel like I think oh, I'm trying to think of what it was I think this happened in like Marvel 2 where it's like they talked about some things in like some of the video games and then, like, they were also doing the same thing in the movies, but they were different, like, you know, characters, really. Yeah. Whereas now they're doing the same thing here, where it's like, oh, we gotta have Corvallis in here, but they're also doing Corvallis for, like, that Robin game. Oh, so, yeah, the uh, uh, Arkham Knights, yeah, they're doing Corvallis yeah, for that, Yeah, they're doing Corvallis mm-hmm. for that. So I just think it's funny how it seems like all these, uh, it's like they go through the basic, uh, like, villains, and then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we gotta pull out this niche villain for this thing, but then all of a sudden every like property they own it. is doing that which i'm Court like why they don't have the foresight to like thing too yeah. like that's that's a that's a fan favorite plot line and i think they're gonna have to tread it's carefully. been in the animated movies now too yeah they did yep. a few years back i thought you were saying core vowels for <laughs> no the core vowels, at least 30 seconds you know, like a, like a court <laughs> of vowels for the, for the folks at home yeah <laughs> That's I was funny. like, uh huh, just kind of agreeing. I was like really confused. Got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Might be a little sleepy. Is that what you call multiple owls? A court? 
Or is that, uh, is that just the name of their... Because I know like a group of crows is a I think it'd be a flock of owls. Right? Well, the, the court is that there's there's a group of them and there's like a council yeah, of... I just think it'd be funny if that was also the name of a collection of owls, but I don't know if that's true. That is just something I'll have to look up later. <laughs> I'm doing some, yeah. some deep diving right now. It's what a parliament. Oh, that's so much better. <laughs> that's actually that's more distinguished. I Why don't they call that. them the Parliament of Owls? Yeah, that's awesome. Parliament of Owls. It's so much more. Like I get core to sort of like somewhat to me, but Parliament's like that's established. That has power. <laughs> yeah. Court is I, quite so a synonym. Like that, I feel like it was very purposeful. Now that I hear that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I that would be a cool comic book. Like, oh, the Parliament's been watching us. Yeah. Maybe that's. Maybe I don't know. Maybe for title's sake, they change it to court. So the parliament's I mean, been out I mean, again. I totally get that they have court. I just literally was curious. I was could, like, could I have know been a, that could have been a, animals are called. Could have been a basketball things. court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the owls. We're gonna I like the parliament a lot. That's yeah, cool. I just think parliament's really funny. Yeah. Well, look, the parliament. The parliament is after Batman. <laughs> Did you know? Huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, do owls group? I mean, do you get flocks of? I'm sure. Owls? Somewhere. I don't know. Maybe that's why they're a parliament. It's like such a big deal when they get together. They just meet meet up once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think groups of animals are really funny. Again, like a murder of crows. Like, it's just so funny. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know who comes up with them. But they're funny people. Okay. Maybe somebody that got killed by like a ton of them all at once is like, oh, that's straight murder. <laughs> yeah. In the UK, a parliament is the highest legislator consisting of the sovereign, the House of See? Lords. And the House of Commons. Wow. Court. A court. See? There you go. It is a court. Yeah. yeah. That's on purpose. So it's kind of, yeah. All right. All right. All right. That's cool. That's anyway, that's awesome. Now that we've extendedly talked about uh, birds. Um, <laughs> we're talking about you never know what you're going to get on the Geeks and Race podcast. <laughs> Let's move on to Spider-Man because, of course, we're going to have Spider-Man news. Oh, my gosh. I can't speak. Still not done. Like, What's what? a group of spiders called? That's go a... ahead. Look it up. Yeah, you guys go. You guys keep making podcast um, stuff. We're not talking about MCU <laughs> Spider-Man, though. We are talking about Sony Spider-Man, kind of. Oh, yeah. Specifically, Andrew Garfield, uh, who we all love. We've all gushed about him before, if you listen to our spoiler cast for yep. um, No Way Home. We all love Andrew Garfield. And Andrew Garfield, yes. um, this uh, isn't any like crazy news. It's called a cluster. Throwing that out a there. Cluster? Cluster. Not a cluster fun. of Spider-Men. A cluster of Spider-Men. <laughs> no Way Home. Oh, a never mind. Never mind. I was... Yeah. I'm shutting my mouth. Into the Spider Verse would have been. Uh, they would have been a cluster. A cluster. Yes, that's a, that is a cluster of spiders. That's a cluster of spiders. Oh. Okay. Like move on. Let's move, move on. Um. So again, this is like this is a. I mean, personally, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Andrew Garfield has just expressed interest um, of returning as Spider Man, probably because you know he was great at Spider Man. People want People him to want now. Want him back. People want him back. Yeah. Everyone hated Spider Man, The Amazing Spider Man Two, but now that. We've all basically reclaimed him again, and we're just like, oh, we love you, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man. He's like, yeah, I like being Spider-Man, too. I think so. So he, it sounds like he, there's like a podcast he was on and where he sort of was like, yeah, I'm open to it. Um, and they're, they're interviewing him and saying like, oh, what if you, you know, fought against Tom Hardy's Venom? Like, that we saw, you know, in that, in that Venom verse or whatever they're calling it. Um, he said it'd be <laughs> a cool idea. So, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's basically... The only news is that he's open to it, which is, Maybe, like, cool. Yeah. Personally, mm-hmm. I don't think anything's going to come from it, but it would be super interesting if 
there was some way somehow that they were able to canonize like even if it's not him actually showing up as spider-man but if there's something that they mentioned or did in one of those movies whether that be the venom movies or even um morbius right we talked about morbius, morbius getting delayed has but um toby mcguire spider-man in a poster has oscorp from amazing spider-man and then has the uh vulture from homecoming all in the same trailer <laughs> I, I don't know what morbius so is i'm so confused with morbius is i want to see Morbius. i guess i don't know either but i just wanted i just think it'd be cool if they were all canonized to be like the amazing spider-man's world yeah Spider-Man's yeah world morbius cool. is is very funky but yeah that's what i want we'll, I, we'll like the tone to fits like tom hardy's venom fits the amazing spider-man world so well yeah i think yeah. morbius could too and again like they didn't they haven't he's well i guess only Tobey Maguire's spider-man has dealt with venom but it'd be cool yeah. it'd be cool if he um if andrew garfield's was able to interact with spider-man or with venom sorry um it's all a cool idea i i don't think it's gonna happen but it's all mm-hmm. very fun to theorize about and think about mm-hmm. um i think if anything you know taking away from no way home like toby Maguire spider-man seems very like he's he's got his life together you know yeah. we don't need to see more of him andrew garfield seems to get a lot of character development for someone who you know it's not his he wasn't his universe right um he got a lot of character development and to a point where a lot of people are saying like oh we'd love to have him back we'd love to have him back and doing something because he he mm-hmm. walked away with something like from from that experience that it would be cool to Tom see Holland's. like a directly after amazing spider-man 2 sequel mm-hmm. that had venom and then it would kind of explain um there's no way around okay guys i i'm trying to like beat around the bush about uh no way home uh He's in No Way Home. We need to establish that. Like, Rip the bandaid off. Let's just do it. Yeah, I can't. We can't talk about it and not. Um, the marketing has like already got Spider Man, both of them in the movies and stuff. Like they've given up on it. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry. haven't seen it about, yet, you're living I'm under a rock. I, I'm, yeah. In that, I'm he talks about to, being I'm ruthless. I'm not spoiling anything specific. I'm just saying, like, yes, they're in the movie, and like, I, I, he has some character development. That's all. That's all. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I was really like good. trying to beat her at it, and I'm like, you can't I talk know. about this without. I, I'm um, sorry, I can't really. But it would. <laughs> if you don't, there's know a line movie, about I'm him so being sorry. really ruthless um, <laughs> after Spider-Man Two, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yes. And it would be cool to see Venom be kind of a tie into that and why he became. And, and he ruthless. can fight an alien too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would be an issue though. With my, that would be a plot hole for my, my theory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It couldn't be before. Yeah. It couldn't anyways. be before. Because a really funny, silly little line. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, but anyways, I yeah, I agree. I think it would be really cool to see that happen. Um, yeah. Tom Hardy, Venom facing multiple Spider-Men would be really weird. Um, there's a lot of rumors about him being in either Spider-Man 4, Tom Holland Spider-Man 4, yeah. or Venom 3, Tom Holland being over there. Without talking spoilers, I don't think Tom Hardy himself will be in Spider Four. Okay, I mean he has to be in some capacity just to voice Venom, but that's true. That's a good point. I never thought of that. But maybe not Tom Hardy's character. Yeah. What Eddie Brock? I was like Brock Lesnar. (laughs) (laughs) I kept calling him Eddie, like. In regards to Venom, I kept calling him Eddie, and I realized I'm like, no, 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 he's Tom. 
this is Tom, not mm-hmm. Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I kept mix, mixing them up. It's fine, though. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> um, cool. All right. That's Hopefully all, we didn't spoil something that everybody knows at this point. Yeah. I'm so uh, sorry if you didn't know that they show up in the movie. Our two-week so spoiler ban in the in our community did not should be up anyway. not details so. about what happens, though. But, so like, we didn't... Like even in the news, Andrew Garfield is going around. You know, he's like allowed to talk about it now. Yes, Tom McGuire is allowed to talk about it. So it's been in headlines after so. Yeah. There's so many funny videos, so many funny videos. I think we even talked about it on the podcast before of Andrew Garfield like denying that he's in the movie. It's so funny to like they straight to go back to those, that movie, dude. To those yeah. videos. Like they kept getting on him, and he was like, yeah. "No, I'm not in it. Like I'm not. Like I don't know why they kept bugging him and not Tobey Maguire. I think Tobey Maguire just like." It's really good at avoiding. Those he was like, "Yeah, a minute." I mean, he was. It was almost like he was in the press junket, so it was yeah. kind of like, "Why are you in the press junket?" Maybe that's why, because <laughs> Tobey Maguire wasn't making movies outside uh, of Spider-Man, so they could probably put him in press. Because like, I know Garfield. Andrew Garfield had tick tick crack. Tick tick boom, and then he just did another movie. Um, Tammy Faye. Oh, he was in that. Okay. Yeah. Well, Tick Tick Boom was the most recent, but he probably had a couple by then. Oh, that's that gave people watch. They, they allowed him to be in the press junkets. They, yeah, so they had him twice, so everybody was like, "Ooh, let's get him." Because like, Tobey Maguire is all of a sudden doing TikTok. press all of a sudden, and you're like, "Hmm, yeah, <laughs> why are you doing hmm. press all of a sudden?" Yeah, yeah, I see. Um, <laughs> cool. All right. Well, we we'll go from that. We're gonna do uh, TV. First of all, let's do Boba Fett. Book of, oh, yeah. Book of Fett is what I've been calling it, but it's Book of Boba Fett. Uh, did you guys talk about it last week? Uh, Shelly had not watched I, it, but I shared I some thoughts. I haven't watched it still. So haven't watched it still. Okay. Uh, the but biggest thing that... I'm going to watch it. I may literally watch it until after everything's out. Like, I... I'm going to that does that. Yeah. They'll just wait and then binge. I, I feel like you could so far... Like I said last week, so far I think you could still wait. You're not missing too much. Mm-hmm. I... Since I didn't get to talk about it last week, I didn't love yeah. the first episode. Um, I was not sold on it. Um, this last episode, episode three, I'm much more on board. Uh, my biggest issue with it, for those who haven't watched and not give too much away, uh, basically there's two different eras, times that are that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of figuring out what happened to Boba Fett, which is really cool. Um, and then you are in the... The Godfather best thing that they've been showing in the trailers, uh, where yeah. he's trying to take over Job of the Hutt's like empire, yeah. basically. Post season two of Mandalorian, basically. Yeah. Um, and so it's this the the ratio uh, of past and present was really bugging me. I was feeling like there was too much of one than the other. Um, yeah. In this last episode, I feel like really kind of corrected that, and I would m- love much more of this of like little flashbacks and then um be more about because i'm just way more invested in this like godfather story he's got going on i i still want to know the like can, the thread like okay like what are we getting to like what's what's the, yeah, the thing endgame? you know like yeah like what what's the whole point of this you know like mm-hmm. that's where that's where i'm at with it like it is the act it is getting better for me he's not protecting like, any little children so what's it, it's not even a star wars <laughs> thing yet yeah um so that that's where that's what i want to know i'm like okay like why are we seeing this now you know like right i did there were parts of that newest episode which i liked a lot so now i'm just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen 
Yeah, there's some guest stars that feel like they literally... It almost feels like they came up to the studio and were like, hey, we want to be part of this movie. And they're like, okay, we'll find a spot for you. <laughs> like, it worked. Well, um, so, but the so guest stars are so random. To, well, the re- there's a reason for that. Robert Rodriguez is the showrunner. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, there's a, yep. there's a lot in there that knowing the movies he d- that Robert Rodriguez does, I'm like, okay, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to get a line at first. I thought he was literally just going to be in the background chilling. Yeah. <laughs> um, it it very much feels like a uh, like a high budget kind of like Teen T- or the Titan show. Uh, felt like a high budget web series in a lot of ways. This does too. Like there's so much that's going on that just doesn't feel like yeah. real Star Wars. It just feels like what everyone wants Star Wars to be. Yeah, it doesn't feel. Yeah, it feels very much like a week to week. Like hey, here's what's happening. Like yeah, uh, I love that about a lot more shows that seem to be doing this where it's like. Yeah. The stuff that's happening in it is just so bonkers that you're like, is that is this really television? Do I get to actually yeah. experience Cobra this? It's so cool. Cobra Kai. I'm looking Cobra at Kai. You. Yeah, exactly. That's a good example. Um. Like, you're absolutely <laughs> off the wall, and you're like, if this isn't normal, this isn't how life works. <laughs> like, what am I watching? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the last episode of uh, Book of Boba Fett really highlighted that, like mindset of we could do apparently whatever we want it's gonna yeah. be cool um just a lot of really random weird cool things happening um i'm hoping there are two hopes that are for the show less likely is that uh the bad batch makes an appearance i think you've got the actor why not that would be fun yeah um plus Maybe. i had just finished the bad batch and they, so, they 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 need their cameo. I feel like these shows have to have like one cameo or something. Yeah, and like it wouldn't be hard. You literally put a like a Rambo uh, outfit on Boba Fett, and you've got your uh, Hunter. Though I I love how there's a particular character in there that like they just decided to bring from the comics, which is really cool. Yes. Yeah. Very very cool. Um, that kind of blew my mind too. I was yeah. like yeah uh, they're pulling from whatever they that. can yeah it's really cool um the other hope is that uh there's a crime lord in han solo uh played by Amelia clark i can't remember her name um oh yeah but if she's so- pulling some strings i think that would be a really cool villain that'd be an odd way to connect uh solo yeah um there's a big reveal in han solo too i don't know if that would how that would pay off or when's that gonna pay off but who knows um, i would assume more with ahsoka but I really don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I like the show. It did take me a couple episodes to get into it, though. I just didn't care about his uh, desert life, I guess. Yeah. Although, see, I, the, I, see, I think that's that the most interesting school. stuff so far. That's my wife. She was the same way, and I was like, that, I so don't care about this. <laughs> I was like, show me Star Wars uh, crime mafia stuff. I want to see a Star War yeah <laughs> star war it was like turf wars but in in space <laughs> also episode two all of the dune uh parallels were pretty crazy yeah i could see that um i don't i, I would give too much away to say anything but there are so many dune parallels in that episode specifically um it was really weird uh huh. my wife has read the books and so I was even able to get more pointed out to me that I didn't know. 
Um, oh, interesting. But some obvious stuff straight from the movie, too. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's, you know, tattooing Desert Planet. That's always yeah. kind of had. And Spice. And there's always yeah. some parallels between the two. Uh, but yeah. LJ, what else have you been watching? Peacemaker. Oh, and I watched Peacemaker. I'm only on one episode, yeah. though. Yeah. So, okay. Prefacing. Rated TVMA. Very, 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 very hard TVMA. I would almost say, like, there's a few things that I think I don't even think I've seen in, like, a TVMA show, possibly, either. Like, it goes hard. Um, just yeah. things I would never expect. Um, but it's also... I, I feel terrible for saying that it's straight up hilarious, because it is. Um, but... It's just in the same way of... the boys is. Yes, actually, yes, I would say it's like that would shocking, be the best kind of like, yeah. oh, I can't believe that's happening. Yeah, uh, but it also cements my thoughts that John Cena is like in in his prime with movies right now because I loved him in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. He was great in Vacation Friends, like I thought too. So like he's been in stuff that he's genuinely been good in and funny, which is cool um, to see him grow because he was not yeah. a good actor at first. Right, he just did, like, actually kind of what The Rock is doing now, where he was just doing these, like, basic action movies, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, The Rock has done more than that, but, like... Well, I think with know, The Transformers, like, that Bumblebee movie he was in... Oh, see, I never saw that. so stone-faced the entire time. Yeah. Um, and they, like, would have a few funny moments, but there was just a lot of room to shine that he just didn't... I, I feel like he's a great comedy actor, whereas, like, somebody like The Rock... W- wouldn't i mean well the rock's been in some comedy stuff but i feel like that's that's where john cena i feel like really shines is in the comedy stuff Mm -hmm. as far as i've seen um so yeah Yeah, he's really grown a lot yeah yeah he he sure has but yeah I, i guess if you found yourself comfortable enough to watch suicide squad then you can watch this but it to me it goes even harder than suicide squad does and probably Um, more than the boys even more shocking Yes, um, yes, yeah. Or at least on par. I don't know. The boys is pretty That's shocking. A, it's a big preface, but it's like, you know, like just being who we are and you like, you know, we always encourage people to use discernment before you decide to jump into these things. My favorite and, thing about it isn't even, uh, I mean, the comedy of it necessarily, but more of the parody uh, commentary that it has on yes. uh, the genre that it, like it's part of the Batman, Superman, like DC extended universe yeah. world. Yeah. Um, yet it's still making fun of it. So, so hard. Um, <laughs> Literally like one of the first scenes is like, like, are, are you kidding me? You're a superhero. Yeah. Right. You know, like that's kind of like yeah. the parody. But, I mean, even on top of that, of like he shows up at his uh, dad's house, mild spoilers here. Um, and it's like it's just this guy showing up at his dad's house and it's very normal <laughs> and like his dad's house is like they're they're both so like super american and super patriotic yeah um but it shows you just like how out of place these characters are actually in the real world because in their movies oh, they don't seem yeah. all that out of place they're like with this a bunch one? of other weirdos yeah um but like you know he shows up to a restaurant in his his costume and people are like <laughs> what's wrong with you and it's just yeah. like it shows how ridiculous yeah. you know it would be if uh captain america were to show up at someone's like house dressed in in uniform yeah um would just look really silly uh that to me is really really interesting and cool mm. um but yeah uh like we said very very ma uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's doing a lot like what the boys is doing in the sense that it is a parody of the genre. 
that, that's the best commentary on the genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, James Gunn, you know, any like basically it's James Gunn given full freedom. Yeah, I, I, uh, full freedom is right. <laughs> like yeah. when you say that, it's full freedom. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's fun. Yeah, if you yeah. are, you know, I the nudity always bothers me. I really wish that they didn't have. Uh, I, I want that. I want that second tier. I'm gonna. I don't know. Forever want just a thing between PG thirteen and rated R. Um, mm. So I think a lot of creators could make something cool there, uh, but they seem to just go like way rated R when they get past that point. Because at that point, yeah. it's like, why not? Like, I would love a middle ground for sure. Um, yeah. A lot of that stuff would have been okay and would have been in that realm. But also, end of the first episode, super confusing. Need to watch more. Mm-hmm. Um, excited to see more. Cool. Uh, Shelly, have you seen anything? Uh, no. No? I will... <laughs> I got a couple more. I actually watch a lot of TV, apparently. I didn't realize this. Watch the Harry Potter special. Um, for those who don't know, oh, yeah. Harry Potter... That was the... Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, cried a little bit. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm like... Harry Potter was a really big part of my childhood. I haven't read the books or watched the movies in a long time. I'm not someone who, like, marathons them at all. Um, yeah. But in third grade... Uh, I read the first Harry Potter book and I was told that I couldn't watch the movie until I finished the book. And so <laughs> literally in the car to the movies, uh, I finished the last chapter of Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, wow. Yeah. I still have all the hard copies of the books. I have Philosopher's Stone, a copy of that. Um, the Fantastic Beasts, Where to Find Them book, the Quidditch book. And then there's one more, the Beetle the Bard. Um, <laughs> then I have all the movies on DVD. Um yeah, I've got a lot of Harry Potter stuff. Uh, I, I fell off that series so hard. I even tried at some point last year to like get into it again, but I just I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It, it's weird because it's like the newer movies. I don't really care too much about. I own the Cursed Child, but I haven't actually read it. Um, like I just kind of. So I was gonna say it sounds like you don't need to. Yeah, yeah. From what I've heard, <laughs> um, but growing up, it was like every year I would read another book. Oh or two. yeah. Um, yeah. And I like, couldn't wait for the books to come out, and it was. Uh, a big reason that I read as much as I did as a kid was Harry Potter. It really got me yeah. into reading. Well, that's um, like when I was reading a lot, I was reading, I didn't finish all of them, but I read like the first two Twilight books and stuff like that. And those movies were coming out too. And so I was like, Ooh, like obviously like, so I, I kind of get that in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was around the same age as Harry Potter. So like, as he was growing up, we, I was growing up with, like with him. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice experience. Yeah. There's, there's, there's an emotional, uh, nostalgic, piece of me that really like the special the special um bringing everyone together and kind of talking about stuff was really cool to see um those actors and uh ronald wheezy uh what's his name rupert grant rupert grant um he really opened up a lot in the that's specials cool. too which is yeah yeah i don't I haven't seen him in a lot of movies or anything in a long time uh, he, he got an ice cream like... truck i don't know he just kind of lived his life <laughs> after that which i Living fully his best respect life. yeah so I, I saw something, I don't know how true it is, but I saw a headline that apparently in like a childhood photo, I guess they showed for mm-hmm. Emma Watson, it was actually a photo of Emma Roberts. Yes, as that is child. true. That happened. <laughs> That's yep. so funny. It's fixed now. Uh, they also got the twins mixed up. Oh, wow. The, the twins <laughs> were like, they had their names in, to, you know, because so it's like terrible. a documentary style and they had them wrong. Um, wow. Which I'm surprised they even pointed it out. Like, it just seems like something they would be totally on, <laughs> so on board with. That's so wild. Uh, 
one of the craziest things to me was uh like Rupert Grint specifically he was talking about uh they all kind of dealt with this they played the character so long that they didn't really know how to act they just knew how to play their character oh wow makes sense Um, yeah and so that really kind of like bothered a lot of them they felt like they were very much in this single uh thing and then Harry Potter you know as the movie started like become over it was like well what am I going to do if I don't have a skill set um so but it it then Daniel Radcliffe gets to guns akimbo yeah it's true (laughs) um but they really grew up with their characters too like the characters really informed who they were as people um for a few of them which is crazy but it makes sense if it's you know so much of your identity identity while you're growing up Mm -hmm. that's kind of cool yeah i definitely recommend watching it uh i'm like definitely just scratching the surface with all the information i I feel like i still have enough nostalgia for like those like that first half of movies that like i probably would still get something out of it yeah definitely i think it's Uh, like the last couple i haven't seen like yeah order of the phoenix was the last movie i watched just to make listeners angry I was not upset when Dobby died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he took a bludger to Harry in book three, I believe. And I never, it might've been two. Uh, and I never forgave him. <laughs> and apparently everyone else did. Uh, Dobby's the worst. Someone's going to be mad at me about that. <laughs> the other I thing that I watched. the tweets coming in now. Yep. Hashtag GG cast, GG cast, come at me. Um, <laughs> I also thought that Sirius would come back, and I read three books expecting and waiting for him to come back, and everyone told me it wouldn't happen. And I was like, it'll happen. And <laughs> I never did. Um, <laughs> the other show that I've been watching is Rust to Riches. Um, I talked to, like last year about a Rust Valley okay. Restorer show on Netflix. Yeah. And this is another Netflix original that, like, came out the same time. They're both Netflix originals. They're both about taking, like, rusty cars and making them nice. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. Um, uh-huh. But I was very, like, I'm watching this show, so I chose this one over the other one, and I can't like both. Uh, like, I just kind of weirdly had that mindset. <laughs> um, decided to give this one a go. And That's, okay, show... that's okay, Joe. had his cooking shows. You can have your weird... Car, car shows, yeah. Shows. I know nothing yeah. about that's cars. No I struggle to change a tire, but... Uh, for whatever reason yeah i love it and so this show um netflix has been doing a lot of these reality shows that are like super positive uh there's not like a ton of drama in them that's good uh yeah i i really appreciate that um the storytelling though in this show specifically is probably better than any reality show that i've seen um Mm. they did something like for example, they were going to sell a car, and they were trying to decide whether or not they were going to sell it, and then they were going to trade up for another car. And mm. uh, I don't want to give anything away, but it was like it was a really hard decision for him uh, for personal reasons. So, like, so what are you going to do, man? And then it cuts to like the car that they traded for being pushed into the the, the garage. Mm. Um, it's just cut differently. It's almost like watching. And a lot of a lot of the times, it's almost like watching something that's not reality. Like it almost feels like hmm. an actual show um not in that it's acted but just in the way that they story tell uh the other thing that's always bugged me about reality shows they never address the cameras so oh, like, yeah they talk to the cameras on the little like while they're sitting down yeah talk about what's going on behind the scenes yeah. uh but like rust valley restorers really annoyed me because they like got stranded on the road one day <laughs> and it was so fake 
because i was like you have an entire camera crew with you and i know you do because there's cameras behind you yeah like that have been like following your car (laughs) so like there was no way that they were stranded right um and so that's something i really love i think it's because of youtube youtubers always are like talking to their cameramen if they have them or like you know like they're kind of a character in the show Mm. um so a lot of times with rust riches they will like talk to the cameras or uh one of the times he's doing one of those like sit down things he's one of my best tools in my shop is tony over here and uh so like tony one of the like characters one of the people like comes running in and he's like i'm a tool in your toolbox i'm so offended (laughs) and it like the cameras pan and you can see the entire camera crew (laughs) as they pan it that's great and he was like i was trying to compliment you man and it was a really funny moment (laughs) but uh like they have no problem like showing off the cameras and the crew and stuff breaking the fourth wall yeah yeah that's cool which is i mean any reality show i feel like should like why would you pretend that your camera people aren't there what that'd be cool i'd like that'd be fun to see how reality shows would could adapt to that yeah um i think more need to do it it's a weird i think hollywood thing but they thought that that would like hurt the storytelling Mm. in some way but I, i think it makes it a lot makes it more real yeah yeah exactly um plus rust auto restorers in comparison was like they would take rusty cars and make them basically viable like as cheap as possible um mm. rust to riches their their model is to like they take a car that's really bad uh make it nice and they trade it for something else that's a little worth a little bit more money and they fix that up and try to get to like these like six figure cars mm-hmm. um and so they do a lot of like like two hundred thousand dollar cars builds mm. um yeah some really really cool, cool custom yeah, stuff that's neat it's a weird thing to geek out about, but I'm I'm loving it. Uh, That's cool. It's definitely made by Netflix. They'll like end an episode right before someone like makes a deal on something, so you have to watch the next episode to know whether or not they bought the car or not. Um, and sometimes they don't. Like the stakes are high, so. I, I guess you'd call that like a guilty pleasure uh, thing. Yeah. Guilty pleasure show. Yeah, I I secretly I really love cars. Uh, there's just like an expensive hobby. Um. <laughs> But like, there are so many cars that I would like wish I could have. I always wanted cool. to do crazy stuff in high school with cars. I had a little Dodge Omni. <laughs> I wanted a bit of put a like huge pickup motor in, and it was I always did weird stuff. We cut a bumper. <laughs> Most I've ever done is I cut an old mobile bumper off. I had this '88 Mercury Sable, and we took an Oldsmobile metal bumper and put it on the front of the car, and then chopped off the sides. And I had this like Mad Max looking car. <laughs> Monster, monster garage kind of stuff yeah it was fun um we would just like push people around like push other cars with my car um, <laughs> instead of towing that's, that's ridiculous uh, anyways we'll get into the news um let's get right into moon night because we waited yeah uh, it was coming out monday we record on mondays I was like, we're not think letting we'll be that able to watch it. Trailer slip by us again. We've had that so many times. We're like, oh, oh this the Spider-Man come one soon. was and the worst. Was, yeah, it just happens like mm-hmm. when we're. I was like, right when we got done recording that time when. The Usually, Spider-Man what happens? We get done recording a show and then the trailer comes out for something during um, a football game or something. Yeah, often unannounced, it'll just like yeah. pop one up. Or Tuesdays we, we are knew usually common too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Something will come out on a Tuesday. We record on Mondays, release on yeah. Wednesdays. Uh, but we got to see Moon Knight. You guys, Shelly, what do you think? 
I think it looks super cool. Uh, yeah, I want to hear a your lot of reasons. first. I like that it doesn't look like Marvel, so like it just yeah. looks really refreshing. Um, I like that. I don't know. It just looks like it also looks like a psychological thriller, kind of, which mm-hmm. I think is super cool. Like it just looks really intriguing, and again, it's like these characters who we have not seen at all or heard about at all um, outside of like it within the MCU. I mean, um, mm-hmm. I also just think it's cool. I don't know. We've been talking so much about like representation. Uh, I just think it's cool that we're gonna have this guy who has lots of like mental health struggles um, and just from yeah. the trailer itself, like sleeping disorder issues. I think it's just cool to have that representation um, as well. So it all looks really cool and I'm really excited for it. Uh, I think I'm more hyped about this trailer than I have been. Like WandaVision was like, that was like the first Disney plus like MCU show and there was a lot of like big questions we had about that so that was like super interesting but I feel like I feel like I'm way more interested about this show than a lot of the other ones like definitely way more than Hawkeye like so it's much an, more it's an unknown quantity quantity to a lot of people exactly I don't know but I also think... also the people that really know Moon Knight are gonna be very excited about this totally I just think I'm I'm really just embracing what new things marvel has to offer like i know a lot of people didn't like eternals but i liked eternals simply because it had all these characters and things that were new and it didn't feel incredibly intertwined with the mcu didn't feel like an mcu movie yeah exactly and so like this doesn't already it doesn't feel like a disney plus mcu show so that's awesome um it almost feels like a netflix like daredevil situation it's because. walking that line, which makes which me excited. Awesome. Yeah, it doesn't um, doesn't feel like Disney Plus is what LJ mm-hmm. and like that. I I'm really intrigued by that for sure. Yeah, um, I read a little bit of Moon Knight last year because knowing this show was coming out, I, I needed to get some idea. So basically, um, I believe what I gathered from this book from the book that I read, it's it, the book itself took place when he hit a rock bottom as a hero and a person. Um, he basically, in the comic, like, he basically hadn't, uh, experienced, like, he, Conchu, he basically, like, is a very spiritual thing about how a lot of the time people feel like God's abandoning them. This was, like, he feels like his, so the God, the, the Egyptian God Conchu is what gives him his powers. Yeah. Um, when I believe he, it was, like, a near-death thing. Um, he works for, like, some mercenary organization, I believe, in the comics. Like, though, the way this comic explained his origin was really cool that I read because it didn't verb it didn't bit by bit just go over it it just kind of gave me little details I'm like okay like that's how he is who he is um so when the trailer started I was like why is he like speak you know why is he using this accent and like where what like what like I was confused but then as that trailer goes on I'm like it's the multiple personality thing because that's what a lot of the new the the new uh Moon Knight series is doing is um, those multiple personalities he's developed over the course of becoming Moon Knight in the comics. So that seems to be where they're focusing this series on, which is cool. That's the stuff I haven't fully read yet is the multiple personality stuff. Uh, like I knew that some of it existed because in his in his life he's had to take multiple identities, but these multiple identities are, le- are legit becoming multiple personalities now. Um, so I... I it. <laughs> No, having that knowledge really like took my head on a trip. Like when watching that trailer, that was only two minutes long. 
It's just so, it's cool for I, Oscar I Isaac, it. the actor, too. Uh, oh, yeah. He's getting he's a lot get more range than I feel like most Marvel um, actors are like get to... 100%. Get to, yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, I think of like Doctor Strange, Good to Cover Batch, and this new one. I think he's going to have a lot of exciting uh, range to play with as well. But I'm, I'm oh. glad that they're giving them the chances to do that. There was that, that scene at the end of the trailer when they show the costume and stuff. That was just so brutal. I'm like... This is on Disney Plus. Wow. Okay. Like, Again, let's go. Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't feel like like. But it MC wasn't like we're Plus. showing this happen like right in front of your face. It was just like, ooh, you can see what's going on. But then you're like, ooh, okay. Like, what's they're happening? walking. What's they're walking the that line real nice. I yeah. think it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Vengeance. <laughs> also, I don't know yeah. why. I, the fact that they all have British accents is just also really refreshing to me. I think I'm just tired well, of having Well, that's everything. not an actual thing, because that's what threw me off, was the British thing. Right, yeah, because he's, like, He was from... in a whole different... He was in a whole different location than I think he knew he was like supposed to be he's, like, from Chicago in. or something, right? Yes, he's, like he's from... definitely... That's what threw me off. He is an American, like... Okay. You know, he's from America. So, the British version of him was a, was another personality. Yeah, like okay. that's just and that's cool why he that's why he was tripped out whenever he got that phone call. It's like why are you call me Mark. It's like that's your name, yes. but you're a different personality right that's now. That's what it's tripped crazy. me out though was was so, how they so were cool. doing going doing this British thing for a while, and then when Speaking they switched of Mark, it up, I was though, like, yes, Mark Ruffalo, I think was seen in London filming for Moon Knight, so it might spend quite a bit of time there. Really, that's odd. Wow, because then that would have to connect with She Hulk stuff maybe, but possibly. Hmm. Yeah, who knows. I think the trailer was really well done. Yes, so yeah, it's it was. Got me excited for it. Even with the limited knowledge that I had, I had I had enough to go. Oh crap! They're doing this thing. Like, so it was cool. Yeah. Like I'm glad I did that little bit of reading. Want to move yeah. in that same wheelhouse? Um, we've got a little bit more yeah. news from Marvel Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus Japan uh, had an oopsie. They posted a photo and then they took the photo Oopsies. away. Um, uh, that had, uh. Marvel's What If season two mm. and Secret Invasion uh, both released releasing later this year. Um, Ooh, yep. By the way, the release date for Mar- for Moon Knight is March thirtieth. Yes, if we didn't say that already. We did not. It's very exciting. Yeah. It seems so but, soon. But, yeah. <laughs> um, wow, Kirby and Moon Knight in the same month. That's going to be a good month. Um, yeah. But anyway, but yeah. So like that for that other stuff to come out later this year seems like a lot though. Yeah. Um, I what feel like there's two more too. And Secret Invasion. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, yeah. I think all the movies, I think Miss Marvel's supposed to come out this year. Um, I, I know they pushed a bunch of stuff back, so we'll have to like see. Yeah. And Secret Invasion, uh, like I said, Japan took that away real fast, so mm-hmm. uh, nothing yeah. announced yet. She Hulk's supposed to be coming out this year, I believe. Uh, that's yeah. a lot of shows. Think about it's weird to think about like so much Marvel content coming out this year. Where I feel like last year was like such a drought. I guess I mean it's... yeah, there was stuff last year, but I think I'm still scarred by like how long it took us to watch Black Widow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Now it's like oh yeah, we're finally back into like the movies and the shows too. Mm-hmm. So. Coming out every month. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually the first month in a while that we haven't gotten a Marvel movie, and that's because of Morbius being delayed. Um, yeah. We had, it was Black Widow, Shang-Chi, um, Eternals, Eternals Spider Man, uh, four months yep. in a row. Dang. So, yeah. I think it's a good time to be a geek. Two months between Black Widow and Shang-Chi, but I mean, besides that, it was a month. Yeah. Um, and then it was Morbius this year, 
this month. And then I think there was a two-month break and something else coming up. But mm-hmm. oh, it would have been Moon Knight, probably. I don't know. Anyways, so much Marvel. That's a lot. Yeah. When is uh, Morbius coming out now? I think like not till like April or something. Oh, well, they really pushed it back. Yeah. Well, so the thing we discussed last week was that COVID wasn't necessarily to blame for Morbius because... Back to April, yeah. So- Sony decided that they wanted to keep Spider-Man in theaters until late January. So they decided, well, let's push our movie back because this one is still going so strong. Right. So COVID can't be used as an excuse for Morbius. <laughs> I was just surprised like, to go way to April. Yeah, um, that's that's pretty far. Probably trying to figure out what universe they're going to put it in. Yeah, uh, that's. <laughs> I think that's what people are thinking now. <laughs> I was so confused with that trailer. Yeah. Uh, then the other piece of news, uh, kind of sad news, Netflix is going up in price. Um, oh. The regular... Oh, no, I think I lost the... Uh, oh, no, here it is. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it's not. I lost it. Oh, well. Okay, so so when we discussed this, I think we were realizing we were already paying Netflix a lot of money, right? Because didn't the main thing say it was going to be like 15 bucks was going to be in the new price? And the... The like upgraded version was gonna be like almost twenty now. Or yeah, like nineteen ninety nine. So like, uh, I'm paying seventeen ninety nine. That's what I'm paying as well. Yeah, and that is gonna That's go terrible. up to twenty nine. Twenty bucks. This is in Canada. Ooh, I'm so mad that I lost that link. Um, oh man! <laughs> but it's that... it's nineteen ninety nine. So seventeen ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine. So go up two dollars. Um, That's high oh for. And then the mid tier yeah. is going to go up to fifteen forty nine, uh, which HBO's is fifteen. Yeah. Oh man, twenty bucks is high. Yeah. Especially when they keep canceling crap, right? It's like one of those things where it's like, if Netflix actually was the home for like all this really good stuff, and they didn't just keep canceling stuff. Whatever. I. The guess, problem is, but... is Netflix is one of those things I don't use all the time, but when I do, it's for really good stuff. So I'm like, dude. Yeah, it's hard. It. I think they know that too. They're just like, yeah, oh, it's like you want we, to we see have you. I'm just like, well, I want to watch the next Stranger Things, but you keep. They've been low key taking my money without me even thinking about it. Here it is. Basic plan increases one dollar per month from eight ninety nine to nine ninety nine. So you can still get Netflix for nine ninety nine. A standard plan is. I don't think you get HD for the basic plan. I'm not sure on that. Uh, Mm. Standard plan increases from a dollar fifty. Increases dollar fifty from thirteen ninety nine to fifteen forty nine. Um, it's the 4k thing i think is the 20 dollars thing in premium plan which would be 4k and you get a lot more screens um yeah it's so 17.99 I, I didn't have it until i got a 4k tv i think that's when i upgraded to the 4k thing because it also lets you watch more on more devices i think at once as well. if you're doing is... 9.99 you don't get hd and i can't imagine not playing anything in hd anymore um that's not just 4k h- that's like that's weird 720 that's odd yeah um for premium the 1999 you do get 4k you do get the ultra hd um but more importantly you get four screens opposed to two right yeah for your for the moochers on your account yeah um (laughs) but shelly you had like kind of made a joke that i think is uh like before the podcast uh prevalent and that is cable might end up being cheaper than having all of these different streaming services at some point when, for when some it people it could up, be yeah. already Keeps yeah basic up. cable could be $40 um Netflix is now half of that mm-hmm. kind of a crazy 
all the other stuff they have HBO Max as well. It's just hard because it's like there's so many exclusives on so many different shows now. Yeah. We just talk about Disney Plus, right? That's never going to get <laughs> off Disney Plus. Like Moon Knight's never going to mm-hmm. be on other right. platforms. It's just not going to. Disney yeah. won't allow it. Um, they it, it, exclusive exclusivity is that even a word? Being exclusive it, is the name of the game exclusivity. right now. That's what I mean. Yes, that's the name of the game right now. <laughs> it's why people buy PS5 versus Xbox. It's, it's yep. I'm, I'm guilty of that, right? And now it's why people are getting streaming services instead of cable, even though it's going to just be way more, way more money. And so yeah, it's kind but of But then like you find yourself paying for multiple about. streaming services yeah. all at once now. There's uh, also that like... That adds up like crazy. As far as the shows, like I'd much rather watch Disney Plus shows than I would like CW shows. Yeah, um, I just agree. The oh, most so, great in quality in that way, is yeah. there. Getting that choice of being able to actually like, it, it, on one hand, it's nice to be able to like be like, yeah, I'm paying for what I want to watch, but still mm. like, just so much. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> yeah. like what I'm doing now is the future we've kind of we kind of talked about before is so I, I have Hulu Live mostly because like my mom and my stepdad they mm-hmm. you know they watch certain things on television. But uh, also, I have Hulu Live uh, now comes with the, like, Disney bundle that comes with Disney Plus and ESPN and all yep. that. But then also, I have HBO Max added on to that anyway, so it feels like I'm just paying, like, a regular cable bill. So, like, to me, like, I feel like that's... We've talked about that before, how eventually you're just going to be able to bundle them all up. And... I'm pretty sure... I've got a tweet. I know for sure. I have a tweet somewhere from, like, four yeah. years ago saying, calling it now... Uh, streaming services will be a bundle it was because we were talking about it on the podcast and i was like i want to get yeah. this in writing somewhere um yep. that's exactly what i'm doing definitely the future uh yeah. i'm surprised netflix isn't something you can bundle in there yet um or and, that and netflix then cell phone providers are that. letting you get some of these for free with your cell phone plan as well yep uh we actually it's really weird uh we have at&t and therefore we can get hbo max for free um yeah. mm-hmm. but we're bumming off of a friend's <laughs> um, so like it's kind of out of laziness we could just make an account um <laughs> we don't plan on leaving our phone company anytime soon um but yeah no the bundles are always really weird too verizon i think has mm. netflix is what it does or did yeah. for a long time i think time. and then t-mobile has hulu yeah <clears throat> yep. super strange um i think we will continue to see that though i think that uh we'll get big bundles that these companies will Mm-hmm. sell out for cheaper than buying them all individually i'll tell you i'll tell you guys something cool and i am saving money on is that uh when i signed up through apple tv plus on my playstation account i got six months for free and then when i got my iphone i was like i wonder if this will work because it said get three months of apple tv plus and so it basically stacked on so oh. i don't have to pay for apple tv oh. for like eight or eight or nine months that's, that's surprising they stacked it. that's cool <laughs> yeah i was very surprised i, I was think like they would cancel each other out or something yeah, that's yeah. what I thought too. I was like, "Oh, I'm getting away with this. Let's go." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just thought that was fun. <laughs> I definitely think we'll have a world where cable stops being the thing. Uh, yeah, it kind of already has happened. I mean, I can go my mom's cable company. Um, if I were to go and ask for her login, I could log into it, and then I could watch live TV uh online through an app and then that episode mm-hmm. once it is live dumb being live i can go back and watch that just by selecting it because she has a cable and that's not yeah. even a high-end amount of cable i think she has something pretty basic um mm. so there's already kind of this feeling of like you can still watch it live and through cable but even then like the remotes and the uh boxes that you get for your cable boxes are kind of a streaming service in themselves too yeah 
Yeah, we'll I think even Cox has a specific a streaming box now. Like that doesn't even have the cable. It's just a streaming box. Just a box. I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I think so she uses weird. Comcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Crazy. I think that's where it's going. It's almost too bad. Like we kind of took for granted a little bit just how great. Uh, you know you could cut your cable and watch netflix for a while and it was like you know, i was paying 10 bucks opposed to to 100 um, <laughs> you know it's slowly kind of finding this like equilibrium oh gosh that's basically what i pay now is 100 for everything yeah uh, we paid quite a bit disney well no uh i think netflix is the only thing that we're paying netflix and then hbo max is free yeah Paramount Plus and Disney Plus, I feel like, are like the cheaper ones right now. Even though Disney's like seven or eight, but eight dollars. That's the one nice thing is you can kind of cancel these at any time too. Yeah, yeah. Buy stuff as you want to come out. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. As stuff comes out, but I don't know. Uh, hashtag GUGcast. What do you think is the future of uh, TV television? Um, we've noticed just on the podcast itself, we've gone from cable <laughs> uh, to streaming services over the last. 290 episodes yeah i was gonna say it's wild that we've been doing this long enough to see the evolution of like streaming services and yeah television. <laughs> it's crazy uh um, that's wild yeah anyways love to hear your thoughts you can do that through the hashtag ggcast on twitter or we also have on our discord a little uh ggcast live uh you can ask us questions there put your comments in yep. the live chat um we'll read them on the show if you got them yeah, and you can watch us live uh, on Mondays around 8 o'clock Central Time yep. uh, on the Discord as well. All right, Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on uh, Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me streaming on twitch.tv slash Grace Tuesday nights. I'm still going through Persona 4 Golden. Cool. And LJ? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LJ streaming on our Twitch channel. Uh, on Friday nights, been playing Canna Bridge of Spirits, so come check that out. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye bye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. <laughs>